to Foundations, a podcast where we seek to encourage and equip the next generation with a firm foundation as they follow Jesus Christ. This podcast will be directed specifically for the students at First Baptist Church in Fulton, Kentucky, but it will be really for anyone who wants to listen and be encouraged and equipped uh, to establish a foundation as they grow in uh, the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Alex Robinson, and I will be your host of this hopefully weekly podcast. I'm not going to guarantee that we'll get one out every week, but we hope to at least start there. And um, what I want to do is just uh, take different topics, take different ideas, take things that maybe I have learned or seen throughout the year and encourage you with a short Uh, No more than 20-minute episode podcast each week where you can come and hopefully be encouraged as you walk with the Lord. And today, being New Year's, welcome 2017. Wow, 2016 flew by for all of us. It was filled with many joys for myself. I had a brand-new baby. She came early. She was actually supposed to be a 2017 baby, but she decided to make her appearance in 2016, her name is Rowan Marie Robinson. She was born December 2nd at around 4 p.m., I believe is correct. And uh, she came and she has already changed our world for the better. And um, it's awesome. Being a dad is way underrated. Um, but anyway, it is the new year. It is a new opportunity for all of us. And when I say new opportunity... I began to think about all the different resolutions that we make, things like I want to eat better, uh, I want to exercise more, I want to get rid of a certain bad habit, whatever that is, uh, I want to you know, do more community service, I want to read more books, I want to, um, whatever it is, we all make these things that uh, have come to be known as resolutions, and they are basically just something that we either wrote down, we thought in our head, we put down in our phones, or we we somehow recorded the fact that we wanted to make some type of change or implement something new because it is a new year. And we all know, uh, students, if you've ever made a resolution, uh, you know that it's very easy to make resolutions. It's actually very easy to write things down. I had a pastor once tell me, he was my pastor, and he once told me, he said, you know, Alex, uh, so many people have these great ideas because I think I had come to his office with this great ministry idea. I mean, it sounded awesome. It sounded like we were going to reach everyone and uh, just just explode onto the scene. And I had this, I felt like, was a great idea. I came with, I came with that idea to him. I presented it to him, and he said, you know, a lot of people will come up with these elaborate things, and I don't think he was meaning to shoot me down, but he said, you know, all these people, we come up with these elaborate things, Uh, ideas, elaborate changes, uh, new things that we want to implement into our life. And we may get out a, get out a portfolio or something nice and we may type it out, have all the things written down and, and have it so organized on our paper or on our planner or whatever it is. And then we just don't do it. And for whatever reason, we let life get the best of us and, It wouldn't have mattered if we wrote it on the most expensive paper. It wouldn't have mattered if we had a full-blown plan. We just did not execute what we wrote down. He said, you know, sometimes we'll be better off to just write things on a napkin if we would just do them. 
And that has always stuck with me. Um, and I even have a good example in my own life. You know, uh, I'm a bigger guy, as many of you know, if you do know me, I'm a bigger guy, but I haven't always been big. I was actually, I'm, I'm kind of one of these people, I cycle. I go from big to little to big to little. I don't know if I ever go to little, but I go from big to a little bit smaller anyway. And at one point in my life, I was fairly large and played high school basketball. A lot of you um, athletes maybe will be able to relate to this story, maybe not. Uh, but if you love a sport, whether it be basketball, football, baseball, softball, whatever it is, if you love a sport or an activity, you'll do whatever it is to be able to play or take part in that activity. And there's nothing uh, wrong with that as long as that ambition does not take over your uh, supreme desire to serve and love Jesus. But I loved basketball, and I was a freshman in high school, but I was definitely overweight. My coach brought me into his office one day, and he said, Alex, um, I just don't think we're going to be able to keep you over the summer. He said, I'm going to give you an opportunity, though. He had already cut two or three other guys that day, and he said, I'm going not to completely cut you. I'm going to cut you, but I'm going to kind of throw you a bone here. I'm going to I'm going to give you an opportunity. He said, I see some potential in you that I don't really see in the guys I cut before you. I see that you're you're very athletic, you're very you have some ball skills, all these other things. You know, he told me, Alex, you, you could be good. Uh, basically he said, but it's your weight that's holding you back. And he didn't say that in a mean way. He just tried to say it and be truthful, and I was glad that he did. Because what happened was I went home and yes, I wrote something down. It was a resolution. It was a resolution to lose the weight that I needed to lose in order to play basketball. I was motivated. I went home and first I cried because I got cut from the basketball team as a freshman in high school. First off, as a freshman, when something like that happens, it not only uh, hurts and stings if you love the sport, but it hurts and stings because you're you're embarrassed. You just got cut. Um, and so I went home, and what I wrote was simply this. I pulled out my calendar that hung in my room, and I wish I had this calendar. I don't know where it's at, but I wrote down on the calendar, on the day that it was, how much I weighed. So I wrote down, let's say I weighed 250 pounds. I wrote down 250 pounds, and I decided I was going to go to work right then. So I literally, that day, when, as soon as I wrote 250 pounds, I went outside and I ran. Now, I probably wasn't just in shape to run six miles, but I got it done. And um, to make a long story short, over that next summer and uh, on into the fall, I had lost lots of weight. Uh, I think I ended up losing over 50 pounds, which was pretty good for me. And um, I basically was able to be presented to coach, showing that I was in shape. He's actually talking to the football coach at that time who told him, yes, this guy is definitely in shape. He's came back uh, looking, you know, a lot better. And I ended up uh, getting back on the basketball team. And that following year, I won the honor of being the most improved on the team. And uh, that meant something to me because I didn't just write it down. Yes, I wrote my resolution down. I made a plan to lose weight. But making a plan and executing a plan are very different uh, things. You can, anyone can make a plan. But not everyone will go through with that. Uh, now, that is a worldly example to hopefully uh, what we're going to try to get to to at least give us um, something to kind of think about as we think about a spiritual one and one that is far, far more important than losing weight or 
getting rid of a bad habit or anything that we might make as far as just um, good life goals. But this is going to be what we're going to talk about for the rest of the time, and that is this. Do you have a plan for 2017 to grow closer to Christ, to love him more, to see him for who he is, to grow in your knowledge of him, uh, and just to know and to be obedient to his calling upon your life. Someone once said this, if you fail to plan, you might as well plan to fail. And as Christians, we ought to be the most intentional people in the world. Every human being has intentions. Some are not so good. Some are great. But as Christians, we ought to have more than just intentions. We ought to live intentional. You know why? Because we actually have something written down for us that tells us how to live. Now, here's what I don't want you to kind of get mixed up. I don't want you to think that you have to live a certain way in order to be labeled a Christian. Uh, That's somehow, uh, in in a way, in a small way, true. But uh, holy living or righteous living or, you know, doing more good deeds than you do bad does not make you a Christian. So I think we need to start with this. When I say a Christian, I'm talking about someone who has initially repented of their sin. Uh, In other words, they have confessed their sin to God. They have um, hated, began to see their sin for what it really is that it is so much of an offense to God that God would literally pour out his wrath upon his own son on the cross, and you believe that God poured out his wrath on his son Jesus on your behalf. And so you uh, admit, yes, I am a sinner. I want to confess my sin to God. I have repented. I have uh, sought to kill my sin, and I have turned to Christ in believing in what he has done for me. This is a Christian, someone who's repented and believed in the gospel, someone who's repented and believed in the good news of what Jesus Christ has done for them. And you see that in the way they live. Okay, so that's a Christian. Those are the people who ought to be more intentional than anyone else in this world. And we should be intentional about a lot of things. Okay, but I want you to think about this. If we did not have this one precious thing that God has graciously given to us, if we did not have this one thing, could we be intentional? And you're going, what is the one thing that you're talking about? Well, I hope that you have figured that out by now, that what I'm talking about is the Bible. I'm talking about the Word of God. I'm talking about the very words of God in which God has passed down to us, has made sure that we have received so that we know what we need to know in order to know him, in order to grow in him, and in order to be obedient to his call on our lives. We must read Scripture. And so, students, if you want to be a better athlete, you better have a plan to be a better athlete you want to be a better uh, player in the band, you better be having a plan to get better. Uh, If you want to be a better student, you better have a plan to study 
and to be able to tell your friends no at certain times, you better be able to, to prioritize your life so that you can get better at those things. And it is no different as a Christian. The only difference is, as a Christian, we have this thing called grace, and we have God himself in the person of his spirit who lives in us and who, uh, by his grace, allows us and guides us and helps us on this uh, intentional journey that he's called us to be on. And so as um, teenagers, I, I can't. I, I try to think of some better way to say this without just being sounding like, oh, man, he's just saying the same old, same old things. But, you know, uh, some of the, I guess, greatest world changers in the world were not afraid to say the same things over and over again. But those same things that they said, they may have been simple and they may have, may have even sounded redundant, but those things were truly life-changing things. And that's what I believe what I'm about to say is or I wouldn't I wouldn't waste my time in getting on a podcast and trying to broadcast this to all of you. So most importantly as a Christian, the most intentional thing that you can do this year, 2017, is read your Bible. Now, you say, okay, that's good. I can be intentional. I can read my Bible, but but how am I intentional about that? Now I want to recommend a Bible reading program for you. And I'm going to recommend the same Bible reading program in which I'm going to use in 2017 for many reasons. One is I believe that it will be one that you can actually do. It is attainable. It is doable for a teenager. Um, I can recommend other ones if this one uh, seems too hard for you, especially maybe if you're a new believer and this is just kind of overwhelming for you. But listen, if you are anywhere between 7th and 12th grade and on, you are you should be able to do this. Now, for some of you, it's going to be harder than others. But let me tell you something. You can do this. And with this plan, you're going to be able to read in 2017 the entire Bible. Or you can just read the New Testament. Uh, what this plan is, it's basically a chronological reading, uh, and it helps the Bible really make sense. Because when I was a teenager, what I needed really to happen was I needed the Bible to make sense. Because if I just read a bunch of passages and they didn't flow, there was no, you know, what's the rhyme or reason or point to this, then it was easy for me to put it down the next day or put it down after I got bored with it. And I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want you to kind of flame out as a young believer uh, in Bible reading. And so this Bible reading program is called, well, the five-day Bible reading program. Uh, I can tell you how to get it. Uh, you can go to www.bibleclassmaterial.com, and it will be on there. Again, you ha you probably have to search, or it may be there on the front page, uh, five-day Bible reading program. You can print it off. It actually has little checks where you can check each day. And so um, let me tell you what's unique about this one. What's unique is you only read five days a week. And so I hear many teenagers and many adults say in modern America, hey, I'm too busy to do all of this stuff, whether that stuff is good for their soul or, or not. They're, they're just, we're just busy people. And so uh, five days is attainable. You can, you can read for five days, and you can use those other two days for several things. You can use them for catch-up if you're behind. So uh, hopefully you don't get behind, but if you do, You've got two days there every single week to catch up. Um, 
And so if you did miss a day, you just pick up the next day, and then you'll catch up as the as you catch up to the weekends or whenever you schedule your two days off. And so um, like the first week in 2017, the first day, which is today, uh, you would read Genesis 1 and 2, Psalm 19, and Mark 1. Tomorrow you would re- read Genesis 3 through 5, and then you would read Mark 2. Uh, and so, you know, it's really not hard to go through. Once you get through those five readings, there is a, a little chart on the right side of the program if you print it off, and you're able to just check that you have read through week one. And um, it is pretty amazing uh, on what you're able to do with the program. And so I just encourage you to take this program, read through it with me, and uh, it's it's also, if you have someone that you can read through it with, grab them and say, hey, will you go through this Bible reading um, plan with me this year? And we read through the Bible together. And that way, you know, maybe you're at school with someone or maybe you have um, athletics with someone or maybe uh, it's it's a family member at home. And you're able to take what you've read and actually talk about it and flesh it out. Maybe even ask questions of each other like, hey, did you understand this in the reading today? I, I didn't really get this. What do you think? Um or whatever it is, you're able to encourage one another. And so take this, and as a young Christian, remember, uh, just remember as a person, if you're going to grow, you're going to be successful, uh, you you got to be intentional. And uh, it is no different as a young believer. It must, by God's grace and with the help of His Spirit, be intentional in your Bible reading and develop that habit now so you can have a strong foundation. And so with that in mind, uh, that's going to do it for today. And I just want to say thank you for tuning into this podcast. I will hopefully be uploading these once weekly. You can find these podcasts at soundcloud.com backslash firm foundations. That's soundcloud.com backslash firm foundations. Or you can go to our student ministry website, loftstudents.com, and you can find it there under the uh, podcast. Again, I want to say thank you. My name is Alex Robinson. I'll be signing off. Until next time, we'll see you then.